Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Knenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and noteworthy Ukrainians from around the globe. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2023. This episode is produced for The Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in English for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Our guest today is the Ukrainian chef, Yevhen Klopotenko. Yevhen, welcome. How are you? Oh, hi. Nice nice, nice to hear you. Um, I think I'm okay. Okay. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. To start off with, can you give us some information about your educational and professional background? Uh, so, yes. Uh, Normally, I'm an international relationship manager. So I'm the guy who had to, to be manager, not to cook. So uh, I graduated from the university in Ukraine, uh, and I got the education of the international relations. But uh, after that, I started to cook, and I started to work like a waiter. And that was my first time when I when I saw the, uh, the business, of, like a restaurant business. And uh, after this, I just uh, started to, to be a waiter. Then I started to be the bartender. Then I, I, I was manager. And then they entered the kitchen. And when I entered the kitchen, my whole life changed because I understood that I, I just want to cook all the time and I don't want uh, nothing except uh, except the food. And uh, then I just uh, won the master chef. And after that, in Ukraine, I started to be very famous. And uh, after that, I started to be the celebrity chef of Ukraine. And then I started to, I understood that I wanted to, to change the U Ukrainian food because after USSR, in Ukraine left only USSR food and Ukrainian food was all, almost uh, vanished. And um, uh, my biggest aim, I have, to, I have two biggest uh, things in my life, which I did. One is that I changed the whole, whole uh, school canteen menu. So all the school canteen menus in Ukraine are now being fed by my recipes. And um, I put the borscht to the UNESCO Her World Heritage. Uh, and uh, this is like two main big things for the last five years, which I did for the Ukrainian community. And I'm proud of this. So how long have you been a master chef? Oh, for, uh, for six years for now, like. It's not, not not too much too long, just six years. And you mentioned uh, your effort to get Ukraine recognized, Ukrainian borscht recognized for yeah. international cultural heritage status. Can you talk about that a bit? How did that come about? Um, I I know that the the Russian propaganda they want to take uh, everything from us. They want to take uh, our culture and uh, our uh, identity and. Food is a part of identity, and normally you don't pay attention uh, to the food, you just eat the food. But uh, Russia propaganda pays attention on that, and uh, while we are just eating our food, they are taking our food from us. And that was the the main concern for me when I saw this first time. I saw that uh, uh, borscht in a lot of restaurants on the world, they start to to write down like to name like uh, it's a Russian soup. And I start like uh, I, I was I was I was very angry about the situations that they, not only in one restaurant in the different restaurants in the different uh, supermarkets they start to sell our dish like a Russian uh, Russian soup and uh, 
uh, I understood that uh, I have to to do something. I have to fight back because uh, I want to fight back because I know that it's 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 Ukrainian borscht and, and only Ukrainian and nobody can take it from us. Uh, and uh, this idea was that uh, I have to, to, to go and to, to, to play by the rules. And normally, Russia never play by the rules. And uh, if we will be playing in a, in like a low game, like low like uh, rules, uh, I, I have the chances to win. And I understood that there is only one organization in the world who can uh, who can uh, help me with that? And I understood that it is UNESCO, and I understood that only eight dishes in the world they've been put to UNESCO uh, World Heritage dishes. And I understood that uh, borscht can be like the ninth dish. And uh, I spent two and a half years just traveling to Ukraine, and I was I was writing the documents near the five papers of A4 A4 size of uh, documents like a huge amount and uh, i was i was traveling to the france few times to, to put these documents to the unesco so it was like a bureaucracy uh, job uh, which i was doing and finally on the first of july of 2022 uh, um uh, the borscht was put to UNESCO heritage and it was unexpected for the Russian propaganda because uh, they uh, were not like, um, they, 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 they were thinking that uh, uh, for the borscht uh, the, in UNESCO people will vote, will vote like a bit later, not on the 1st of July and for them it was unexpected because our, um, our government, our Minister of International Relations, they did the nice game too. And it was uh, it, it was our huge win for the Ukrainian gastronomy, gastronomy and for the Ukrainian identity too. So it's official now, as of as of yeah. last year. Yeah, it, it's official now, and we have a document. <laughs> Excellent. How competitive is the restaurant scene in Ukraine overall, and in particular in Kiev, especially during the war? So you can you ask one more time, please? Mm -hmm. Yes. How competitive is the Ukrainian restaurant scene in Kiev, especially during the war? Uh, uh, if to speak about only my restaurants or if to speak about everyone's restaurants, I think that uh, it's very competitive. But uh, during the war, the main, the main, the hardest competitive thing is to stay alive. And uh, if you're alive, everything else is not competitive because uh, you just uh, you just understand that uh, maybe tomorrow you will you maybe it's going to be no tomorrow, so you, you have no risk. You just do like you're doing in the last time in your life. And uh, for now, a lot of restaurants are all are like all the restaurants are open. People are visiting restaurants, they're drinking, they're having food. All the suppliers are working, and everything like just. Uh, like uh, like in normal uh, in normal cities, but uh, the main thing is that every day we have the um, Carrefour, we have the uh, different uh, drones which attack our city. We have the um, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, rockets flying uh, flying about the restaurants. But what we can do, we have to we have to show that we are not afraid and we have to fight and uh, each person in ukraine who is like doing the business who is doing the restaurant business uh, we understand it's very important for the other people to understand that we are that we are not um, that we are stand with them that we are with the people if people want to, to have the food they can come to us we are not afraid 
to work. Now it's not about the money, it's not about the profit profits, yes, but uh, for, we understand that it's for support because if we will speak not about the restaurant, we will speak about some other uh, other things like shops or maybe like uh, uh, pharmacies. They there is some people too, and they are working too, and they are open too. And together we we are society. So every every part of uh, society in Kiev, they have to open their businesses, they have to open their doors, and in that way we are united, and in that way we can stand together, and in that way I think we have to win the war. Yevhen, in 2021, you published an English-language cookbook of about 70 recipes. Some yeah. are well-known and others are not. How did you decide which recipes to include in the cookbook, and how popular has the cookbook become? So uh, it, it was the cookbook in Ukrainian language, and then we translated. In, in, then we created like an English version, and uh, it started to be famous all around the world. Uh, and a lot of people started to ask us, "Please, uh, we want to to reach the Ukrainian cuisine." And the recipes which I put there, it's just the two percent of Ukrainian cuisine. You know, I just wanted to put uh, the, the the most representative dish, which uh, dishes which which you can cook at home and you can touch the the Ukraine. Uh, and um, I just uh, wanted to check if someone uh, if, if someone in the world they want to have the Ukrainian cuisine. And I understood that uh, people want to have. And that's why I signed the contract. And uh, next year, uh, on the May of, of next year, it's going to be the my big book for Ukrainian cuisine for the whole US and for the whole Britain. Uh, and it's going to be like in, in every shop because uh, we signed the, the, the biggest distribution the distributed distribution company. And uh, I think that it will give the chance, chance to the world to, to, to touch and to taste the Ukrainian cuisine. But uh, you can go to the shop in US, buy the products. You, it's not, a, it's not a, it just the, from, the, from the Z, you can cook the Ukrainian cuisine from Z products which you have in your uh, shop in US. So it's, uh, it, it was a huge uh, challenge for me to, to create these dishes, but, but not to create, to a bit change Ukrainian uh, cuisine in a way you can cook it in US. And then I think that I succeeded, and and I think that the future of Ukrainian gastronomy is huge. Do you consider what you're doing a quote-unquote soft power effort to popularize Ukrainian culture around the world? Yeah, I, I think that uh, I feel myself that uh, that I'm I'm the person who can uh, who who can make the Ukrainian cuisine popular in the world, and it has the huge opportunity for now because it's, now is the best time. Um, unfortunately, but uh, all cuisines in the world, like Italian, like Chinese, and like Thai cuisines, they were uh, they start to develop and they start to be popular because of the war or because of the huge amount of people who who to travel for the to the other countries uh, and um, who 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 were running away from their countries. And now the same happening in Ukraine. A lot of people from Ukraine, like near six million of people, uh, they are living all around the world and uh, they are trying to. They are cooking Korean cuisine. They are giving this cuisine for the for their neighbors, for their friends. And now it's the best time to now is the best time world to to know the Ukrainian cuisine. And uh, now 
I understand that I'm international relations manager. <laughs> I'm not just a chef. And uh, finally, my education start to work uh, for me and start to work for uh, for Ukraine because uh, now I, I, I can promote the Ukrainian identity, the Ukrainian culture for the everyone in the in the huge uh, world. I understand that you're branching out with your restaurant business from Ukraine and you're going to open a restaurant in Washington, D.C. Yep. I also read that um, partnering with you will be a former chef from Veselka in New York City, which is uh, here in the New York metropolitan area. It's an iconic place. So anyway, can you tell us about this new restaurant in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, um, this information uh a bit different for now. So in Washington, D.C., uh, the former chef from Vaselka, he opened the restaurant which called Ruta, and now it's uh, operation operating already for the half year, and it's very successful. But with this chef, uh, his name is Dima Marcenuk, uh, we were studying together in the university. So he is also the international relations manager. <laughs> He's not a, he, he was not a chef like is me for 15 years ago. But uh, for now, um, we are planning to open uh, the restaurant in New York and one in Washington DC. It's gonna be it's gonna be not like a restaurant, like a huge restaurant. It's gonna be um, just a, a cafe for uh, twenty people can sit there, and uh, it's gonna be the Ukrainian cuisine, uh, very competitive. That uh, it's not just uh, authentic Ukrainian cuisine. It's it's cuisine. It's a food which. Uh, for I think it's going to be lines for that food because it's healthy, it's modern, it's Ukraine, it's something new. And um, this restaurants uh, now we are uh, we are looking for the um, for different uh, places where they can be open. But also we we are starting to produce the Ukrainian uh, vareniki. They are now known in the, in the world like pierogi. Uh, but um, we will uh, do. The combination of the cherries and the poppy seeds and also uh, we want to sell it all around the us and also uh, you know borscht and i'm the face of the borscht and i know how to cook the best borscht in in the world and i wanted to share this recipe uh, for the everyone in the world and that's why we, we will start to produce uh, also like frozen borscht and also like a normal borscht in our uh, two cafes so uh, we are starting to to expand Ukrainian cuisine in the U.S. and uh, sooner or later, uh, all uh, all the United States will uh, have the Ukrainian cuisine, and it's our main aim. So, your plan is to open these cafes both in Washington D.C. and New York yeah. City. Yes. And when will that happen? I think that uh, uh, if we were if we were opening in Ukraine, we can do it for the two months. But it's uh, it's in in the United States. It's a bit harder to to go through all these bureaucracy programs. So we have the menu, we have the people, we have everything for now. Just accept the uh, all these rules. So we are hoping that in September uh, we will open. Uh, it's our main aim. But uh, we we just praying the God that everything will be okay. And uh, we will have support for the for the people and support for the local uh, um, for the local authorities who will uh, help us to make it uh, to make it faster because we don't want to wait. So that's for September of two thousand twenty-four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fan, unfortunately, we're just about out of time, but I wanted to ask you one final question. 
what has been the greatest challenge in your life as a chef? And what other new activities do you have planned in the near future? Oh, so my hugest activity, uh, my hugest challenge was to discover the real Ukrainian cuisine and to make it uh, very tasteful. It was so hard because, first of all, the uh, every, all the information uh, was hidden from from us by the USSR, and it was so hard to to discover to to read a lot of books. It was for me the huge challenge, and then you have to cook it in a modern way, not in an old way. That was the hugest challenge for me. And uh, for the future, I will I will change uh, the I will change I will give for the world Ukrainian food. So for my future is about the food and about the world. I want everyone in the world understood that Ukrainian cuisine is the unique, perfect, and it was it was waiting for the moment. And now it's a moment that everyone will know what is it Ukraine and what is it food. Yes, and where can our listeners find out more about you and your cooking and food activity? I am everywhere, starting from YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I have the hugest site, uh, and also in both languages. I have YouTube in both languages. I have TikTok. So just type Yevgen Klopotenko, and you will find uh, and what uh, what social network you like most. You can sign, and you can follow me. Yeah, Van, thank you so much for joining us today on Krenitsia. Thank you. Thank you. See you. I've been speaking with Yevhen Klopotenko, who is yeah. Ukrainian master chef. And this is Krenitsia, The Well, a podcast series about interesting and noteworthy Ukrainians from around the globe. This episode is produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in English for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. And I'm Mike Burek, your host and producer. Until next time, that's all for now.